Uh, chilling at the house. I just got done eating some, uh, you know, some rice, chicken, some broccoli. I'm feeling good. What about you, man? I uh, just got back from my little little morning workout, man. Just kind of chilling. I'm getting ready for the day, bro. But not much, man. Not much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Pretty nice out today, man. But who, yeah. who, who we about to have on the uh, the show today, man? So we're about to, today. Today's guest is Alyssa Horn. She has her own company, Make Yourself AK. It's uh, she does strength and conditioning as well as like a little basketball. She does a little bit of everything, man. She has a couple of degrees in nutrition, athletic training, as well as some other things. Uh, she was the NCAA championship finalist with uh, UAA, uh, Western Region champion, two-time conference champion. Uh, and she also played professionals in Germany and Australia, man. So it's going to be definitely going to be an exciting episode. I'm looking forward to learning a lot. Yep, let's get it. Let's dive into it, man. Let's go. Yes, sir. It's time. It's time. I'm going all in. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, you're good. Good. I was chatting with my roommate. All good, all good. How you, How doing? you doing? Doing great, doing great. You know, just chilling at the house, quarantine vibes. Um, yeah, just making do what we got. You know, how are you doing? Oh, the same. Missing athletes and working in a gym and not my house. It's really hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's it's different, you know, like doing like virtual training or just like training at the crib, doing garage workouts and things like that. I see you guys going out to um, the track, you know, out on the field doing work out there. Like, tell us a little bit about like you guys' regimen out there and what you guys are doing to stay in shape. So I'm lucky because I have some workout buddies. I um, was going to a CrossFit gym before the quarantine hit. And so what we have basically just migrated out to the nearest track and the group has kind of grown, you know, just people looking to stay active and do something social. So 7 a.m. every morning out there getting better. You know, we have a lot of athletes that are listening to this, this podcast, mostly hoopers. I mean, what do you advise them to do during these times? I think if they have people who they're comfortable going outside and training with, I think finding, finding those people um, is really important right now. I know for anybody that I train, regardless of age or like their goals, um, when you have somebody like it's like with us when we train people right they're more motivated because we're in their corner but if they can find that with their peers or or utilize like what you're talking about the resources that we're all putting out i mean that's going to help them a lot staying inside and just kind of i guess relenting to the situation is the complete you know that's the wrong thing to do so finding people who will push you is huge yeah and it's like with that being said it's always nice to have people to push you right just because you know you guys are going after the same goals and you want to see the best in, in each and every one of you guys right so that's some good advice everybody all the youngins take note to that and go out there and get better with your friends and things like that so 
with this podcast, you know, we, we just want to dive into your story um, and have a conversation and really talk and have you talk to the people about just like your journey as far as you coming up from Kodiak, Alaska uh, till now, right? And so shout out to Kodiak, Alaska, small, small island out in, out in Alaska, for those who don't know. Um, Alyssa, just take us through living in Kodiak and what it was like, you know, tell the viewers and, and the listeners what it was like in your perspective growing up in Kodiak. Well, I think growing up in Kodiak is like a lot of places in Alaska, right? It's really remote. There's not a lot that I had access to, like a lot of these kids in rural villages. You're just out there trying to do the best you can with what you have. And I think <laughs> this, I'm going to date myself and sound old, but I didn't have things like YouTube and Zoom videos and podcasts that I could listen to to get better. So I was just kind of making things up as I went. Um, but it's tough. It's tough even with modern technology right now. Like I know a lot of villages in Alaska have data caps. You know, they can't stream stuff like we can in Anchorage with our GCI subscriptions, you know? So there's a lot of limitations being an Alaskan. But I think, I don't really like talking about myself, but if it's uh, worth anything to anybody, it does not matter what you have or don't have. If you want something bad enough, you can go out there and achieve it. It's just what you're willing to put in. Like with Co like, uh, I mean, living in Kodiak, you know, as far as that being said, like you, you play basketball out there. Um, and just like take us through, you know, your season, your four years career out in Kodiak and like what it was oh. like. Many years ago, yes. <laughs> um, Long ago. <laughs> thank you. Um, well, I graduated in 2008, so this was 2004 to 2008, and back then Kodiak was not good for the girls program. So we had a an awesome coach, though. Um, her name is Amy Fogel. I don't know if you guys have heard of her, but she's actually one of the only state or coaches in the state to have won a state championship with a girls team and a boys team. So in 2001, she did it with the boys. And then in 2000, um, 2010 or 11, I think, when my sister was playing actually on the team, they, she won it with them. So pretty cool. I got to have her as my high school coach and she's, she was tough, but she was the first person who believed in me and was willing to invest time in me outside of like practice and that type of thing. And her husband as well, like just they cared, you know, and it's people like that who make me when I make me want to do what I do now because they did it for nothing. You know, they just wanted to see me succeed. And that's, that's really important. Yeah, that is really important. Just having people like by your corner, by your side, you know, no matter the circumstances, no matter what's going on, like they, they, they're for you. Like with you and in, in, in your company, make yourself AK, like you, you're building people and helping build confidence. And that's one thing that I respect about you and, and what you bring, right, to Alaska, right, is helping bring that confidence to these youngins. Cause we, even, even us grown people, like we need that, we need that positivity, we need that that push to, you know, become better than ourselves, become better than who we are the pre previous day, right? Like, so you said it's harder because, you know, it's rural, kind of like 
Kodiak, so what are the some of the extra things you would do those four years in Kodiak to kind of separate yourself? That's, that's really a good question. Um, I spent a lot of time outside, which, right, it's kind of funny right now, right? We're all stuck inside, and the only way that we can get better is going outside to a park. I spent a lot of time doing that. Um, it just was kind of my escape. Like, I didn't, I was kind of a, an introverted kid and secretly I'm still pretty introverted like I really and by the way Jada I really respect what you guys are doing too it's awesome to see the give back you know like I love the theme get better daily that's like you said it doesn't matter your age what you're doing that's what it's about about getting better daily and working with what you have so in Kodiak I mean that's that's what I did went outside um, playing on the hoops I kept bothering coach Fogel for the keys to the gym so one day she was like fine just take them and so then I had them for a summer I was like this is awesome <laughs> this is yeah. just me in the gym with my basketball doing my thing so yeah just you know using the people that I knew to to get better um I just was kind of a student of the people around me uh, there's a couple trainers um who helped me physically get better as well and that's super important. And another reason I like to do what I do now, you know, it's just really important for people to work on their bodies. If you want to be a great athlete, you have to invest that time. You have to invest it in your skills. You have to invest it in your athleticism. Otherwise, you might get hurt or you might be getting beat out um, on the court. So it's just, it's just really important to learn from the people around you. Mm -hmm. And like uh, piggybacking off what um, you said about just learning from your environment. Just talk to the kids and talk to everybody about the attribute of having that curiosity, you know, having an open mind. Like, just talk to us because I mean, yeah. he, was, he was really curious about like trying to get better because you had big dreams, you had big aspirations during that time. So just talk to talk to us about that. Yeah, I love that question. Um, it, it's all about what you want, right? And it doesn't matter if you in college or your goal is to play pro it's really that's awesome to dream about that I never knew if that was going to be possible for me but I always dreamed it maybe your goal is just to be a starter next year on varsity right so I mean you you have to be a learner right it's it's just like school if you want to get good grades which you should then you need to be putting in the time and studying and listening to your teachers and genuinely caring about it if you want to be a great athlete you have to be you have to be curious about going out and learning different things about the game, right? I don't have all the answers. That's why I try to learn from the best coaches from all different walks of life. Um, as an athlete, you guys should be asking questions to the coaches that you know or the players that you look up to. Who cares if you don't personally know them? Reach out to them on Facebook or Instagram. Be like, hey, like some of the UAA athletes, I guarantee you they'll get back to you. I work, I work with them. They're awesome. They're just, they're like us, you know, they're really, really good. They've made it to the next level. Like reach out to them, ask them what they did to get there. Be curious to learn that information from somebody who's living that experience or Jada for like you, you tore your ACL and you came back and you're probably a better athlete because of it. That's happening to people all over the place. What is it like to have that adversity? What is it like to get through it? How did you get better from it? With that being said, yes. Thank you for like giving that information to kids because we all have the resources. We all have YouTube. We all have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Like 
use take that time to really invest in your mind and just use the resources you have around you right and so um i mean just to answer your question though with the acl um it just took patience like and so i remember just writing on my whiteboard saying i want to become the most physically mentally and spiritually healthy i can be like ever you know by the end of this acl surgery right and so with that being said i was just grinding reading books listening to podcasts um taking my pt serious because i never know when i'm going to get this opportunity again to even have physical therapy not a lot of people have that opportunity to even have like insurance or or like enough money to have copay to to do physical therapy so i was really taking the time right. and like investing in my body so that in the long run I, I can do what I do now and what and doing what you do too. Like all of us, we all train like help train kids and help them become better. It's not even about us, right? It's about the next generation. And so that was like my big why was just like got people depending on me. So I gotta be healthy. Like, you know, so that's just what I gotta say about that. But anyways, transitioning from Kodiak, uh, you got an opportunity to go play at UAA. So just talk to us about the transition from playing high school ball to go into UAA? Oh, it's tough. It's like you see, you think of college as the next step, right? Except for that step is like three flights up. It's just, it's yeah. a crazy jump. And depending on what opportunities you've been given in high school or AAU basketball, you may or may not be ready for it. And for me, coming out of Kodiak, I thought I was ready, and I was not. Everybody was bigger, stronger, faster. They knew their IQ was way better. Like, I was just really, really behind, and it was tough. I redshirted my first year because I just I wasn't ready, and I fully invested in getting better that year, but it's still, it, the next year, it still wasn't enough, right? UAA at the time was a powerhouse. They were, we were really good. Um, they had made it to the final four, I think, the year before that I got there. And so, yeah, our coaches had very high expectations, and that's not atypical, you know. Like, when you go to college, the coaches, in a way, they're paying you. You're on a scholarship. They own you. It's not like high school, where if you're not getting player playing time, you can't have your mom or dad go to bat for you, which, by the way, I would not recommend doing that. Um, I would recommend talking to your coach and asking them what you can do to get better. But in college, sometimes coaches, they, it's more transactional, which is not great, right? But you are there to help the program, and you're only there for a short amount of time. And at the end of the day, they care about winning. You know, there's a lot of pressure on college coaches to win. So if you're not contributing to that they might treat you a certain type of way that you're not used to from high school and that was another big thing that I had to learn and that I didn't really understand at first because I was giving everything that I had to get better and to be a better um, player for the team you know and to do my part but it was never really reciprocated because I didn't you know I wasn't contributing to winning at the time so long story short I put in the work to on my own to make that happen. And by my sophomore year, it was different. And I was playing a little bit more, but yeah, it's just some people, they can go in right away into college and make an impact other people. And I've noticed this, especially with Alaskans, they redshirt or it takes them a little while, right? For example, 
um, Hannah Wandersee and Tara Thompson who have graduated. Their first year they had a red shirt too. By the time they were done, they are some of the most winningest players in the UA women's basketball history to come through the program. And they were major impact players, but it took a while. Like you said with your intro, you have to be patient. Things don't just happen. Mm -hmm. Like just like it's a marathon, you know, it's 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 not it's not a race, it's a marathon. You gotta take it day by day. And like I know. I mean, I, previously I was a redshirt uh, after my prep school year. I, I went to Fort Lewis College and I redshirted and I know how tough it is to, you know, just not be able to play and contribute, uh, but you still got to stay ready, right? Stay in shape, get, get, keep your game sharp, you know, and uh, I mean, find, find runs because you can't really, you don't have that type of uh, game atmosphere. I remember going and, and playing like intramurals during my redshirt year because I just, I really wanted to. I wanted to have like referees and, and have like an official score to play to, but just taking, take us through what like specific things like you had to do, you know, during your rest of year, right? Just so that you, cause I know your sophomore year, you, you, you like made a big leap um, from rest year to your sophomore year, right? And so over your freshman year, freshman year, sophomore year, um, the next couple red, of years. Red year freshman year and then my third year my sophomore year that's that's when it happened for me yeah so like take us through your summer right like how did how did you get better like what, what were you doing oh gosh people aren't gonna like to hear this because the answer was not easy I had to really embrace being uncomfortable and doing things I didn't want to do like the the only times that we could get in extra meaningful work because as a red shirt, you know, or um, a practice player, you're just, you're kind of there when they need you. So we played mm -hmm. a lot of defense in practice, or we just watched yeah. the team work on plays and et cetera, you know. So we went to the gym at 10 p.m. to shoot, because that's the only time it was open for us. Or we woke up at 6 a.m. for for workouts, you know, any, I had to ask my coach, I had, like, I had a huge fear of going in and talking to my coach but I had to take moments to be like, hey, how can I get better? Like, I, I don't know, but I know that I'm not where I need to be. So what, what do I need to do? And I didn't always like the answer. Like some, some of the times she just was brutally honest. I was like, okay, then I, that's what I have to do. Um, and then right now, like the off season for basketball, that's when the magic happens. And no, you're not getting credit for it. Like, that's what I think a lot of, young people like you guys listening to this right now, I don't think you understand that yet. It's right now that matters the most. Like this is where you get better as a player, as a person, um, everything. Like it's not happening during the season. That's, that's when you're supposed to shine. Right now you're, sh you're working on that sparkle, you're working on the magic. So take advantage of this, right? Like just fully invest in yourself and becoming better. That's what it takes, you know, like that's really what it takes to to have to be in the gym in the trenches, right? And just to be prepared for that one moment for you to for you to help your team, right? In that one moment in that arena. Yeah, and I mean I would encourage everybody to to train, like train with you, train with me, train with as many coaches as possible. And then what you learn in those sessions, go out and repeat it like fifty times over before we see you again. It, it like take advantage of us because we've been there we know 
like we have those tools. There's nothing that replaces good coaching, like YouTubing and going out and trying to do it on your own. That's one thing. But if you can get in touch and train with a good coach, that is exponentially better. And then go work on those skills on your own time, right? Yeah, like we're gonna hold you. We're gonna hold you accountable, like right then and there, right? If if you go on YouTube, because I mean, I'm 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 not saying I'm a victim to it, but like I I've watched YouTube, like I haven't. I would do drills, like watch the YouTube videos, do the drills right away. Like I'm, I don't have anybody looking at me if I'm going hard or not, which I was going hard at the whole time, but with technique, with just the little things, the minute details, nobody's watching me and correcting me on it. So we would just, I mean, but we may do what we got, right? But we're here. We have Alyssa, we have Dawn, we have me, like we have Muff, we have Neil, everybody, use your resources, right, to, to become the best player that you want to be just based on your goals. Hey, so, Alyssa, so that summer, like, we, you kind of talked a little bit of your physical. Like, this is kind of, I feel like, a under understatement, stated, like, part of the game is, like, your mental. So there's this quote that we saw that said, your coach told you, if you don't get better, you will not play more than five minutes a game. So with that, what, what was kind of your mental through that, that phase of transitioning? Like what are some things you did to help better it and things of that sort? I also love that question because that the mental side of it is huge. And that's one thing that's really hard to teach yourself. That's where asking good questions comes in, like to, to people who have lived it and have been. But when my coach told me that, um, the first like 15 minutes after, I was heartbroken because that was that was that second year of college. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like I have been working so hard to try to make it and you're yeah and grinding and doing everything that you guys are asking and here you are telling me right to my face that it's still not good enough like I couldn't I couldn't even believe it and then I got really mad (laughs) I was like there's no there's no way that now she's she's gonna be right like there's no way and so the second that I got home so that in that 15 minutes I drove from my coach's offices back to my dorm to start packing up to go home for the summer. And I got on Amazon right away and I ordered like a heavy basketball and just a couple other things that I knew I was like, these will make me better. <laughs> so, Do you want to improve your ball control at a faster pace? Whether you're a player, coach, or trainer, we have a little cheat code for you. The GBD Heavy Basketball. A heavy basketball created by us was born in search of a way to challenge our players and help them see faster results in their game. This heavy basketball is designed to improve ball handling efficiency, hand speed, ball control, playmaking ability, and muscle memory. The GBD Heavy Basketball offers a tacky and pebbled real feel no-slip deep channel ideal for fine-tuning your every movement on the court. It's an official NBA size, so 29.5, size 7, weighs 3.3 pounds, and is durable on any surface. Designed to be used in conjunction with the at-home handles underscore GBD program on Instagram, you'll be exposed to the best collection of ball handling drills structured for elite players. When used with the GBD Heavy Ball, you'll get the results of a 45-minute workout in 10 minutes. So go ahead and get your GBD Heavy Basketball at www.gbdgetbetterdaily.com forward slash shop. I did that and I started planning, like planning out what I was going to do that summer. I'm going to spend, 
I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. Because in Kodiak, they had this thing called Powerball. I don't know if they still do it, but a bunch of old guys and just, you know, random young guys around town would go play. I was literally the only girl who would show up, but I did that like three, three or four days a week. And then I worked on my body, like got in better shape and I worked on my skills and I had it all planned out. Like, this is what my week looks like. And then I started changing my nutrition habits. Like I'm fully invested now because she's going to be wrong. And I kind of felt like I had the weight of Kodiak a little bit. Like I can't let my town down either, you know, that hometown pride. So yeah, um, back to the mental training point or mental standpoint though I or another thing that I ordered was a book called Mind Gym and it's by um by Gary Mack and I encourage everybody to get this book and read it it's not like a crazy read um it'll probably if you're a good reader it'll probably take you a week but they have these he has these small lessons per chapter on things that I guarantee everybody listening to this has experienced and at the time you probably didn't know how to get through that like how how do you get through failure like i've experienced this really difficult thing like i don't it sucks i don't know how to get through it that they, they outline those things so just like we train our bodies like you do push-ups to train you know i want to get more powerful with my upper body i'm going to do push-ups i need to get more explosive i'm going to do squats and box jumps you know he teaches you how to train your mind to get through like really relevant stuff to basketball but also stuff that's going to translate over into your life too and how to be a successful person that way okay what, what were like some like key what were like some key quotes or like concepts that uh, you took from that that book um consistency like you're talking about it's not a marathon or it's it's not a sprint getting better it's not going to happen overnight it takes a lot of time um, commitment fully committing to the process of that and not just expecting that I worked really hard for a summer now I'm going to show out you know you have to keep working um confidence like I know for young athletes regardless if you're a girl or a guy confidence is huge so they teach ways that you can improve your confidence um I think those are the big ones for me but there's a lot of other stuff in there that they're just it's all gold Nice. Appreciate that. The recommendation. I'm gonna go. I've seen it at Barnes and Nobles. I haven't had the chance to pick it up. I'm still finishing one of the one books, uh, The Champion's Mind, uh, How to Think, Train and Thrive by Jim Aframo. I'm still trying to finish that one and then I'm gonna get in mind, Jim. Just okay. I'll check it out. Yeah, because Alyssa recommended it. I'm about to go cop that. But with that being said, we like to do quick hitters. Don and I are just gonna go rapid fire, ask you questions back and forth. And then you're just gonna say the first thing that pops up into your mind, okay? Ooh, okay, this could be scary. Let's do it. <laughs> you got it. All right, ready? Ready. All right, here we go. Uh, favorite quarantine snack? Popcorn. Uh, favorite place to vacation? Ooh, Kodiak. Um, best basketball kicks of all time? Oh man. I'm not a shoot person. I can't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's good. Pass it. Pass. You, can, you can pass. You can pass. Pass. Uh, uh, favorite movie? Unbroken. If you can uh, choose one Gatorade flavor, uh, what would it be? Definitely orange. Ooh, okay. Orange. 
I like that. Under Armour or Adidas? Under Armour or Adidas? Yeah. None of the above. None of the above. <laughs> she said straight Nike. Straight Nike. 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 Nike's where oh, it's at. My bad. My bad. Yeah, I, no, I never heard that one before. <laughs> Under Armour or Adidas. <laughs> Everybody always say Nike, bro. Everybody just be like, Nike, Nike. That's true. <laughs> um, Netflix or show you're binging right now. Chef's Table. Ooh. Making me it's hungry, good. Bro. It's good. <laughs> I'm going to have to check that out. I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, favorite basketball player? Pass. <laughs> and then um let's see Kaladis or starbucks Kaladis, 100 percent. yes let's go <laughs> <laughs> how much time we got don uh that that's time that's time oh yeah that was fun i liked it Come on, Kaladis all the way Kaladis all the way they always do oh definitely and then orange still- go again say that again Oh, I was going to say, they sell Kaladis at Costco. It's just, like, in a different packaging. Mm-hmm. What's your, like, favorite uh, brew? Oh. Hold on. Yeah, she's about to put you she on, about man. to pull it out. Hey, put us on. Put us on, Alyssa. <laughs> okay. The Silver Hook. Kodiak. Organic. <laughs> Come Told you, hometown repping. Hometown repping. That have to stuff try is that. bomb, though. You guys <laughs> like black coffee drinkers, or how do you drink your coffee? Yeah, I straight, straight black coffee. That's how I drink. What? Me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't put anything. You're in. sick. I just, I just, that's how I do it. Americanos or black coffee. That's that's just me. Americano, Americano too, but I got pull cream. Mm, okay, got a little little flavor in there. <laughs> yeah. so now like done with done with college right you have the opportunity to go play overseas so you've played two years in germany and a year in australia that's correct right Mm -hmm. yep so just like take us through that pro that pro journey and like um having your dreams really come into fruition like just talk about talk to talk to the viewers talk to the players Talk to whoever's listening about that experience and what it was like. Yeah, it was, it was a, it was really cool. Um, but it was also really hard. I kept like achieving these things that I kept working towards. And then it was like the next thing was just, it was hard. You know, it just kept getting harder. Like I'd do good and it'd be really, really hard again. And I'd do good, it'd be really, really hard again. So it's that constant climbing the staircase where the next, level that you get to it's like whoa these are completely new challenges but yeah it was tough being away from home but it was really cool getting to experience basketball in different areas of the world what are some like memorable memorable moments that you have whether it's like you know something funny that happened or you know something that a coach yelling at you what are some just you know good times that you have um Well, my second year in Germany, we ended up winning the championship. So in Germany, you have like levels, right? So division one, division two, division three. And if you win your division, you move up to the next division. And if you get last place in that top division, you move down. 
So I was in the second division and that year we won. Um, but it was a really, really interesting journey. And I tell you what, like if your goal is to play pro and sell out in college and enjoy that experience, do not rush into going pro because it's totally different, especially if you play overseas. Like the coaching in the US is, it just doesn't really get any better. Um, unless you're at a really, really high level, right? But I would assume that comparably, if you're at the highest level in a small country in Europe, and you're at, comparing it to the highest level in the US, the US is gonna win out every time, right? So long story short, the experience that second year, being on one of the best teams, our coach just, he didn't really know how to, how to manage the team very well. And I'll never forget one game, we were losing to a really bad team. And at halftime, he just starts yelling in German. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what you're no, saying. What you're saying. So <laughs> when he would like, yeah, he would kind of stop to catch his breath or whatever. And like one of the mates would lean over to me and she would kind of like translate. And then he'd start yelling again. She'd be like, <laughs> thanks. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. There, there's a ton of, a ton of um, kind of moments like that where you just, Oh, here's another one for you. In uh, my fir very first year, I got over there and like three days later, we had to play in this tournament. And for whatever reason, Germans like fizzy water, like kind of like LaCroix, you know, um, And but they drink that during games. And so they had this case of water in there. I was like, oh, thank goodness, I'm so thirsty. Like I, I need some of this water and I opened it and I didn't hear it go. Oh. And so I start like drinking a lot of it while the coach is talking, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> out. so yeah all, all sorts of surprises played in a different country all different types of surprises like different food too well how was the food like was it was it tasty i mean compared to u.s or yeah no german food is really really good uh it's i think it's a lot like u.s only more meat and potato-y if, if we can beat that out here in the U.S. I feel like maybe the Midwest might be on that level, but they eat a ton of bread over there and a lot of meat, a lot of potatoes. Australia is kind of the same way. Like, is there is there anything, is there anything that you want to tell the listeners or um, give, like, advice or uh, just anything, like, you want to come from, like, come from the heart and, or what, anything that, like, um, you would tell to the viewers right now during these times you know like during these quarantine times um my, yeah definitely my advice to everybody is we're all going through this and i know for me personally it's been really tough like especially when you're self-employed or running your own business like you guys are it's just really hard i mean we're all either financially struggling or having a hard time being away from people and just try to adapt you know, don't be comfortable, don't get comfortable with our circumstances and our situation. Still find ways to make yourself better and to keep pushing. Um, get creative, right? Like show up at the track at 7 a.m. Baggage Middle School and just be <laughs> like, hey, I want to work out too, you know? Or like, I saw you guys are doing sand dunes. Show up at the sand dunes. Mm -hmm. Find those people who are going to push you and make you better, not the people who are going to sit on the couch with you and watch Netflix, like, and, and still focus on school. Like, that's huge, too. 
I saw some crazy statistic the other day that like 60% of seniors hadn't logged into their classes. Do your school. Like, why are we stopping learning? Yeah, we got to finish it out, especially if you're a senior. All right, we got to finish it out. You're already, you're already, oh, like 99% of the way there. Just finish it out. So appreciate that. And then what, what are some things that you guys, that you guys are currently doing or that you got going on for yourself and like your business? That, you know, the viewers are just people kind of look forward to. Yeah, thank you for asking that. Um, I have a lot of things in my brain right now that I want to start doing, especially from a sports performance standpoint, like strength and conditioning and character, character development type stuff. But there's just so much that I'm trying to get caught up on right now um, that I guess people can maybe look forward to that within the next few weeks. But yeah, just just keep, you know, keep in touch. And if anybody has questions or needs anything, just always reach out. I'll always get back to you. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I appreciate you guys doing this podcast and making us available to people. It's huge. No, yeah. Th hey, thank you for like agreeing to, to hop on, you know, like it's, it's, it's fun to really talk to, to people that like have the same type of goals that like we have. And it's, it's, it's just like, it's refreshing as well. Totally. You know, during these times. Um, and before anything, I always end, like to end a podcast with just one question. So um, knowing what you know now, like being, uh, going through all the experiences that you've been through, what would you tell that freshman uh, high schooler, Alyssa Horn, knowing that she wants to pursue these, all these goals, like what would you tell her right, right now? get in the weight room seriously learn learn how to move your body properly because right now I've herniated a few discs in my back and I've joints messed up all over the place and it's not because I wasn't working hard I was just working wrong and it's really important for young athletes especially to learn how to move the right way off of the court so that when you get onto the court right basketball is a pretty abusive sport on your body um, that you you're better equipped to not get hurt uh, and that happens, like, that doesn't happen when you have a ball in your hands. Yeah. So. And then just to uh, end off, where, where can people find you? Let them know. My website is makeyourselfunstoppable.com. And then my social media handles are makeyourselfak. So, yeah, find me on there. Ask questions. I have a ton of resources on my website. I have garage workouts posted. So mm -hmm. to take advantage of that. Like, a lot of what I do is for free. So appreciate you, Alyssa. Thank you for hopping on the show and best of luck to you and everything that you're doing. And we're going to have to like link up soon and, and do, do some camps together. Definitely. Yes. Oh, for sure. I'm down. You guys, thank you for what you guys are doing. Appreciate you both. We got you. We got you. Take care. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. They got the right one. Yeah. Press the button. Right there, yeah. to let the doors in, go hard, ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going all in, this house vibes everywhere.